guys? My name is Mike Orallo. I am a trainer here at Vault Athletics and Fitness. I hold a CrossFit Level 2 certification and I am also an NASM certified nutrition coach. I have my bachelor's in exercise physiology and have several years of experience as a rehab tech in physical therapy in both inpatient and outpatient clinics. I have about seven years of personal training under my belt and I love all things fitness. But enough about me. The real stars of the show are my lovely guests that I have brought today. Two field hockey icons, Dina Reardon and Amy Tran Swenson. Both have developed and are still developing top field hockey athletes. On today's episode, we'll talk about their lives, their background, and any obstacles they face to get where they are today. From beating cancer and building a field hockey empire to representing the USA in the Olympics and being dubbed the world's best goalkeeper. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Let's get started. Disappointment. <laughs> the day. <laughs> well, if this is the biggest disappointment of the day, you're doing pretty oh, well. Yeah. Right? <laughs> All right. Fantastic. Well, what's going on, guys? We're starting the show. We just realized... Uh, We've been talking for about 10 minutes and it wasn't recording. So, we're going to... <laughs> Try again. <laughs> Words have been... Uh, we're going to try again. Uh, so, I'm here with uh, Amy Tran Swenson and Dina Reardon. Uh, I'm going to have them tell us a little bit about themselves. Uh, <laughs> which we already did, so we're going to repeat it. We're going to do a little quick paraphrase, but... Um, we're going to start with Amy. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your background. Okay, so I um, am right now the site director of Focus Field Hockey in Virginia Beach. Um, I started playing field hockey. I grew up in Pennsylvania where hockey is really popular. Um, then I went to college at UNC, um, made the national team from there. And I was on the national team for about 10 years and I played in a World Cup and two Olympics. And when I retired from the national team, I coached at ODU for a few years and had two little boys. And uh, now I'm doing focus uh, field hockey and I'm also coaching in the vault, uh, all kinds of goalkeeping clinics, camps, and anything else. Excellent, excellent. Also have Dana Reardon here. Tell us a little about, about yourself and your background. Not as impressive as Amy. That's the second time I repeated that. Um, Co-director of Vault Athletics and Fitness. I also have a little program called Virginia Beach Field Hockey. It's been around for 35, 45 years maybe now. Um, and I had a club for several years, which Focus acquired in the past year. And we've been able to grow field hockey Um and grow our relationships with more field hockey coaches and things like that in the community. And um, I'm a mom of two adult children and doing what I love to do, which is make a difference in youth sports. It's a passion and it is a, gives me a great sense of well-being. Definitely, you can definitely feel that vibe when you entered the facility, um, what kind of athletes and that are bred and spit out from Vault Athletics and uh, Focus Field Hockey as well. Also, uh, Google searched Amy just recently to, uh, just out of curiosity, because I knew she was a very decorated player. 
Um, but come to find out, she is also dubbed the world's best goalkeeper, and obviously she's a Olympian, represented uh, USA field hockey team for ten years. Was that was? Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about a little bit uh, of your career and your most memorable moments in field hockey. I think uh, the things that stand out the most are the big tournaments that we did. So the World Cup and uh, the Olympic Games. The World Cup was the first time that we had been in a big tournament in a while because we didn't qualify for the Athens Olympic Games. And so uh, our team played really well and we were very successful at that tournament. So that's a, a really big one that stands out in my mind. And then the Olympic Games none of our team had done that before. We were all brand new to the experience, and so um, it was just amazing. The opening ceremonies is the thing that stands out in my mind the most, and um, being in the tunnel waiting for them to announce the USA athletes for opening ceremonies was um, just incredible. They were chanting USA. We got to meet all the athletes, the track athletes, the basketball players. Um, President Bush spoke um, oh, yeah, just right, to the right. U.S. athletes like right before we came Very out. Cool. And it was it was awesome, like hearing <laughs> how he spoke to us and how excited he was. And it was we were all really proud, but really humbled at the same time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I can't even imagine how that feels. I can't even fathom that. That's a whole new experience not many, many people can relate to. Um, they can say that they are, they can relate to that, but they're lying. <laughs> you can't say that you've been inducted to the Hall of Fame and, you know, representing USA in the Olympics. Um, so that's the best of the best in the world. And now we're going to talk about uh, how Dina built her field hockey empire and how she became field hockey icon with her business and marketing strategies <laughs> in the past well, decade. For the here. second time, I'm going I'm to <laughs> stress that I wouldn't call it an empire. I would call it a labor of love. <laughs> labor like of love. Um, I actually got into it because of my daughter, who was a gymnast at the time and decided that it wasn't enough for her. And I was heartbroken at that moment because I was a pretty active mom. Mm -hmm. So that's when she picked up a field hockey stick and she never looked back. And all of the years that she was an athlete, my son was an athlete, was fairly active in sports and volunteering and coordinating things and events and found that I definitely had a passion for it. And an opportunity was presented to me after Megan graduated to acquire Virginia Beach field hockey, which thrilled me to no end. From there... Uh, I built a club from the ground up, had that for several years, which Focus acquired in the last year. Uh, and during that time, we had also opened the facility here in Virginia Beach. And this is where my passion is, back on the development side. And it provides opportunity for all athletes, all young women, men too, it's not as big, in the men's field. Um, seen a couple guys. Couple I feel, yeah, there are a few. Uh, but I feel like there's a way to impact the community and there's a way to get a sense of well-being. And this is where my passion is. This is where my heart is. Awesome. It definitely shows, um, if, if you can't do it with passion, why do it at all? 
Why do it at all? So, yeah, so not only are these ladies dominating the field hockey space, but they are also badass moms. Um, Dina, obviously, uh, being a mother a lot longer than Amy has. So how, how old are your kids right now, Amy? My kids are six and three. Six and Two three. little boys. <laughs> still young, still young. Still fresh to the world. That's um, right. So how has having children change your like mental aspect and outlook of life of going through each day um, now that you've had children? I can start. It, it turned my world upside down. I had just been a high-performing athlete and then within four months I was pregnant and so it just like overtook my body it was like right, the right, first right, thing right. my body was <laughs> used for performance and now all of a sudden it was growing a baby <laughs> and, <laughs> and so and then after that um, when you're an athlete you can be selfish and when you're a mom right. you always are selfless and you put your children first mm-hmm. and it's taken me a long time and uh, people like Dina and the focus coaches community and people like that help me with with the balance because you you have to do things to put yourself first but as a mom you're just always putting your family and your children first priorities like completely shift 180 yeah especially coming from athlete and then just you 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 well you and the team of course and now you got your team basically now um your blood so now it's it's definitely changing um a lot of things. So, uh, what about you, Dina? Well, I've been an athlete my whole life as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, um, I was a three-sport athlete when I was younger. And then once I graduated, I, I played a little club hockey for a few years, but I was still also very active in other sports. So, when I became a mom, I was 27 at the time. It did pretty much the same thing that it did to Amy. It it shut my body down and although I trained and worked out it was difficult um, once my first child was born to find any sort of balance and again stress the fact that you are second your children come first they you're the mother bear you know those are your cubs and so I too for multiple years kind of lost sight of that until my children started playing sports. And that's when I felt that I got my balance back. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. I, I don't have children myself, but I do love kids. Um, so even not having children on my own, I know that whatever you say, whatever you do is definitely heavily influenced on what they see in you. So anything you do, no matter what you're doing, you are a role model, whether it's your kid or not. Um, and definitely, you still, even, like I said, even if it's not your kid, even if it's not my kid, like, you still have Absolutely. to be selfless with them, okay, because they, they're still learning, they're, their brains are still developing, their character is still developing, especially at such a young age, um, but if they're already bad kids, there's no help, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> you can always fix it, always fix it. Just get them into sports, and then, um... Be a good mentor. Yeah, be a good mentor. Say no, say yes sometimes, you know. You cannot, did you already turn it off? I'm not yet. <laughs> well, you, you can also. <laughs> now I completely forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> That's okay. I'm sure. Life was... experience. You can also experience. speak from experience mm-hmm. and offer insight into things to help people maybe not make the same mistakes that you made. Right. That's important. And you don't want to see other people fail. I mean, you'd be pretty evil if you do. That's or <laughs> parents of athletes fail. Yeah, 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 exactly. Since you guys were such. Uh, 
had that such high caliber of athleticism in the past. Um, do you see your children kind of following your footsteps, or would you push that onto your uh, children? Not not a lot, like full on, like force on them. But would you like to see that similar type of path in their future? Well, it has happened for me, um, oh, as true. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a daughter who's a three time games athlete. And I found that while I wasn't as competitive an athlete anymore, I found great joy in watching the athletic prowess of my own child grow and evolve mm -hmm. over the years. And not that you're living through them, I wouldn't I would say, but but you're living alongside of them and getting to share in the joy of their success. Exactly. And it's it's huge. Yeah, you know, it's, I could say I gave birth to that. That's right. <laughs> I birthed the champion. The champion. <laughs> what were you, Amy? My kids are still so young. They're figuring mm -hmm. it out. It's been interesting watching them and their development. Mm -hmm. Little, they're very different. Little Ivan is—he's actually really athletic, and he has this perfect running form. And oh, sometimes nice. I look at him, and I'm like, "Oh man, you're just gonna be a little athlete. Like you could." <laughs> do anything and he, he actually like kind of acts like a goalkeeper which scares me to death I don't oh. think I can be a goalkeeper's <laughs> mom but um right now his interests are art and music and I kind of okay. love that so yeah. I like following him and helping him on his journey and not trying to influence him just letting him pick and choose yeah. what yeah, what he autonomy, wants to do right? and it's nice to do something different instead of sport and athletic which is consumes my life mm -hmm. it's nice to do something that i know nothing about that we can learn together that, exactly yeah, yeah yeah i get like i especially get so excited over things that i have no experience with like um for example I know, i've never fired a gun and i got taken like shooting shooting at like a range for like this is crazy and then i got taught how to shoot a bow and arrow like a recurve bow not That's like cool. a compound bow so um completely different things i'm used to picking weights, slamming them, grunting, you know, um, and then actually taking like that, using my fitness to do other things, um, is definitely an eye opener for that. Um, and you recently just told me that, um, which is, is your older, older son or younger son that started wrestling? My older son your started older wrestling. Son. Okay, I was a wrestler back in the day too, so I definitely know the, the mental grit and discipline, um, wrestlers have to go through, especially even at a, even at a young age, they, Kind of push that mentality into them as well. So, what do you think about him wrestling? <laughs> it, it's another one that scares me. It's scary. The, the yeah. weight cutting is really hard, I think. Mm. And then they wrestlers get beat up, and they try to exactly. beat people up. And so, it's a tough sport. Exactly, full contact. Yeah, it's not like a tackle here and there, but you're fully hands on the whole time. So, I can definitely relate. Moving forward, where do you where do you ladies see yourself? Going forward from here, um, in in uh, specifically for uh, field hockey and um, what you're currently doing. For me personally, it's it's a part of what it is I do uh, on the development side. Vault Athletics has the largest and only facility that does sport specific training in that particular sport, and we've grown it to become more of a community now. It's across club lines. It's, oh, of course. <laughs> it's a telemarketer. <laughs> I will keep it recorded. Um, do you want to 
Fake number. As you tell tell them, Marcus, I love them and hang up. So let me start uh, again. Oh, you're okay. We'll, we'll keep it rolling. <laughs> um, the vault is not just a place for field hockey. We train athletes of all sports, and we do speed programming, and we do strength training, and we do personal training, and we do group training, and we do things like lacrosse, and we've done things with soccer players and basketball players. So. What I thought initially was a destiny and or a path of where I was going has taken so many different trails over the last several years from just volunteering with VB Field Hockey to owning VB Field Hockey to producing a collegiate athlete in field hockey to following that through um, to owning a club to being part of an amazing facility. I feel like I'm still growing, but I know that this is where I'm supposed to be now, Absolutely. and I know where my journey is. Excellent. Yeah, I can definitely uh, see that. Since I've only been here almost two years, well, two years. Yeah, I've been here a little under that, and I I can see that that branching, um, how vault especially has changed over the years. And I've been a part of that journey. And I'm very blessed to be part of this team and experiencing that journey, and uh, only up from here. Um, what about you, Amy? I think my goal has always just been to help athletes. Mm -hmm. When you don't get to play at the level that I got to play with without a ton of people helping you along on your journey, and I'm so grateful for those people to help me, and I've always wanted to share my knowledge and share my experience and my passion for hockey and then give back and help people on their journeys and help That's people... Good. It's and I don't expect people to go to the Olympics or make the national team, but whatever level they want to play at or however much enjoyment they want out of hockey, I'd love to help them with that and be part of that. And she has just produced her first U.S. field hockey goalkeeper this year, really? which is an amazing accomplishment. Wow. Absolutely. Pass the torch. And she's a, she's a Focus uh, alumni, and so I okay. started working with her when I was... Uh, just a focus goalkeeping coach, and then mm -hmm. she uh, came to ODU, and I got to coach her there. And her, she, it's Kelsey Robles, and she's just this incredibly driven, oh, wow. determined girl. And mm -hmm. she um, is on the national team. She played against Holland wow, uh, a couple okay. days ago, and she's. I'm yeah. so proud of the work she's done. Yeah, I'm gonna look her up. It's great. That's awesome. Yeah, there's another uh, future Amy Tran uh, <laughs> in the making. Any goalkeeper who wants to get anywhere <laughs> should be blessed with exactly. the experience of training with Amy. Look for Amy. Move up here to train with Amy. Yeah. <laughs> Finish off this episode, I'm going to ask you ladies some just fun questions um, to top it off. Uh, first question, is there a song or songs you know every single lyric to? For me, it's all the songs from the 70s and 80s. <laughs> I don't know anything now. Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> right? I'm terrible with lyrics. You're terrible I know with lyrics? no lyrics at all. No Can't lyrics. carry a tune. I <laughs> understand awful. half of them either. Well, nowadays, yeah. It's like <laughs> I've, been, I I've been playing like throwbacks on lately. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's see. Uh, would you go back 10 years or fast forward five years? Ooh, stumped him. 
They both look dope and like. <laughs> I would fast forward five years. Fast forward. But I wouldn't want to not experience the five years. Maybe just have an abbreviated version of it. A little cliff notes version. But where I am now and where I want to be in five years, I know exactly uh-huh. what that destination station looks like. So, being that um, I'm at my age, I would love to live a little bit more and experience a little bit more at a much quicker pace than I would have maybe ten years ago. Hmm. Okay, I like that. Good answer. What were you, Amy? I actually thought back 10 years because I, I'm, I'm celebrating my 10-year uh, wedding anniversary this oh, year. Really? So, yeah, 10 years is was like a good time for me. And I also think I the team that I was on for the London Olympics, we didn't perform to our best ability. Oh, we okay. underperformed at that tournament, and it haunts me. And so mm-hmm. that would be like a little redo for me. There it's right there. And Do so, I, yeah, there's mm-hmm. so many things that I wish I could have done better preparing for that. Um, and so as tempting as seeing what happens in five years, like mm-hmm. I think, yeah, getting to do a little bit Get more. Get another win on your yeah. belt. There you go. I like that. Um, next question. Would you rather have all traffic lights you cross to be green or never have to stand in line ever again? Never have to stand in line ever again. Oh, that was quick. <laughs> that was quick. Easy. <laughs> all the lights be green. All the lights be green. <laughs> Dina was actually at MacBook store yesterday, or Apple store yesterday, so I figured she answered the uh, the Absolutely. <laughs> Would be my second choice, but but traffic is a sore subject with me. <laughs> Especially think, here. Yeah, I think I'm a road rager. <laughs> Secretly a road rager. See that her hand imprints on her screen. Exactly. White knuckling it. Every stop sign. Um, let's see. And final question here. If there was a book written about your life, what would the title be? another stumpy one. <laughs> they're thinking, they're thinking. We didn't leave. <laughs> I don't have a title, but I, I do know, my, so my dad is Vietnamese, and so he's he came over from the war, and mm-hmm. he always talked about writing a book. Oh, and so okay. I think, I don't actually think about me in my life, I always think about my dad, and I, I always wish he would have written a book about oh, his okay. experiences in his life. Um, um, somebody, I think, threw an idea at my dad because he, like, from boat to Olympics or something like that, because he oh, got, wow. he swam to a boat to leave Vietnam during the war, and then um, that was actually one of my best family memories. Is uh, we were in Spain, and he bought a bottle of wine at a restaurant. And he was like, "I came from a straw hut, and here I am in Europe, <laughs> ordering wine. a bottle of wine well, and celebrating." <laughs> <laughs> like my daughter playing in the World Cup, and it was yeah, like yeah, yeah. just incredible to see how his journey took him. It's all about perspective there. Um, I remember going to visit the Philippines, and that yeah. was definitely eye opening. Um, at the time, I was a little brat about it, but I mean, now I'm like, <laughs> I definitely want to go back because um, it definitely, if you guys ever get a chance to experience a third world country um, compared to how we live here in the U.S. Um, definitely try that out whenever you get the chance because um, you will be very, it's very humbling. I would like to thank my guests for being on today and I would like to thank you, the listeners, for listening. Um, this is our very first podcast, so I hope you guys can bear with us. Still working out a couple kinks here and there, 
But like I said, this is our very first podcast. Um, for more information, you can go to vaultathleticsandfitness.com. We also are on Instagram and Facebook. So go check us out. Thanks, guys. Peace. Thank you.